Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji, we all of us are workers united, we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. Deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky and it's good morning from the concrete gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Good morning, Warren. Good morning, Campo. Good morning, Goanna. Morning. Morning, viewers. I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough show last week. It very was, Warren. It was a very Warren show. Indeed it was. But we are here on Community Radio 3CR. Thanks again to all those people who contributed through the Radiothon, through the uh, pull-up we had down in Port Melbourne. It was a huge success. And uh, I reckon we can... Uh, Rest on our laurels a little bit for the next 12 months because we have done an, an absolute treat for the uh, radio station and uh, given the way they're raiding uh, the homes of uh, public servants, journalists and all the rest of it, uh, we'll probably get raided here. Oh, I reckon we might be a big chair. We're, due. we're overdue. <laughs> we're we're, we're definitely overdue. overdue. We're probably overdue. That's yeah. right. Anyway, on a less uh, humorous note, we should note that this is 12-month anniversary of... The, uh, the death at Box Hill with a, on the VN Romano job, or CRC, with the Clark's Crane collapse with the kibble, landed on Sean Burns, which tragically lost his life, 43-year-old. It's 12 months since today, and we still haven't had WorkSafe or a coroner come out and exactly say why the machine, the crane broke or what happened. So that's that's the sort of stuff we're dealing with now. We, we've got people working under them cranes all across Australia, and they haven't come out and given us a category position on what happened. So, Well, are you surprised that WorkSafe aren't doing anything? No, and what? we will come to WorkSafe again about some other issues in a yeah. minute, but it is 12 months. And my uh, 
suggestion is it'll be at least another 12 months before they even get close to coming out with something. Yeah. And that is the pattern that has developed in this state for a considerable period of time. And when you have matters like the wall collapse in Swanston Street, which killed three innocent members of the public, taking years before anything actually was determined... Uh, and uh, then, basically, uh, Grocon got a slap on the wrist. This is just another example. Yeah, It's a disgrace, and I would have thought that the number of deaths in the industry is, is not catastrophic in this state, but because they are still occurring, then you would think that people in authority, people who have responsibilities, would actually do something. Well, it's the not public, them dying. The public, the public ain't too confident at the moment, sorry. It's not them dying, Lauren. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's workers on the coalface that are actually getting killed and maimed uh, and workers' families that have to deal with the consequences until politicians, you know, uh, are affected enough and, and bureaucrats are affected enough. Um, nothing, will, nothing will ever change, I don't think. And I don't. what's a politician going to die? Overeating or, I don't know, choking on vomit from drinking too much red wine, but... I um I, it, until it's the same old story, isn't it? And until it affects them, that they, they, they couldn't give a shit. If it involves them losing their job, um, or and their you know their likely livelihood and perks, then maybe they might do something. But it'll be a long time since things change. I think. And it's even the culture of VN Romano CRC, whatever you want to call them. Mate, we're still like the other week. I reported on incidents with the Alley Mac door opening up. We've got a proper safety rep there now, shop steward. Um, a four-man crane crew when it was a three-man crane crew, an EBA, new new tower crane, the whole bit. But they still haven't changed the culture. They're all worried about program and pushing. We're behind and pushing and pushing. And that's where you have another another incident where another person will tragically lose, could lose their life or get serious pain. So incompetency. So. They can't run the job. And uh, blame everyone else. Blame everyone else. Mm. Well, when there's a housing boom, even if it's an apartment boom going on. They all come from everywhere, and when the uh, amount of work drops away, they'll all disappear again. Back down the cracks. And hopefully what will be left is uh, some competent builders, but uh, I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> I, I should say the CRC jobs and the VN Romano jobs are all closed out of respect. Yep. right Now, we should also mention that... Uh, as we reported last week, the, the funeral for Sean McKinnon took place down in Warrnambool last Friday. Last Friday. And uh, it was a big event. Oh, it was massive. The, I, I grew up with Sean. I know him as Mackerel. Like, I've known him, you know, since I was 12, 13. Uh, he was a top bloke, good. He'd always been in the union. He worked in some places where, you know, he'd be the only person in the union. But he's always believed in the union and... It was a good show up of all his mates, his combi and all that. And Shawnee was the sort of bloke he'd laugh that hard. White stuff had come out of his side of his mouth. You know, that's that's the sort of bloke you're dealing with. And it was good to see the community down there as a whole get around him, and a lot of support coming from a lot of union members that he worked with as well. So it was a good send off for a good. And bloke. the uh, surfing community as well. Yeah, they did a big paddle out. There would have been about sixty. The lads did a massive paddle out. What and you f- didn't paddle? No, I didn't paddle. I didn't How have a board that? big enough. 
<laughs> yeah. well, he would have zombie down with your with your board. Oh. The last board I saw of yours is uh, probably a little too small now. A little bit small. A little yeah. But he would have needed the Contiki raft to get out there, wouldn't he? I was looking at a tinny. Just <laughs> <laughs> eleven footer. Yeah. So they did the paddle out, which is you know the surfer the surfing community. That's a sign of respect, and they get sixty people doing it. It's a massive fucking effort. So. And it was a. I reckon they were still. I reckon they still be on the drink now, then, boys. <laughs> um, was down that way last weekend, and I think that's probably right. <laughs> now, I uh, should just mention that uh, our members in Tassie had their meeting at Hobart Town Hall, and part of that meeting actually was a minute silence in respect uh, for Sean, uh, because Sean worked down in Tassie. And uh, a lot of blokes uh, took the opportunity to pay their respects. I, I just, I just remember something. I should say, this is how Shawnee's family. They're, you know, they're, they're good people. Um, actually, when years ago, Sean went and got his passport, and he had to go get his birth certificate. His parents have actually somewhere along the line, his birthday got mixed up. So he's actually been celebrating his birthday a month later than what he was actually born. And so he still, to this day, celebrated his birthday a month later than the actual date he was born. So somewhere across the line, they they blame the dad messing up the paperwork, but there's somewhere he doesn't celebrate, he didn't celebrate his birthday on the government issue birthday, it was his own family birthday. <laughs> Righto, so cheerio to all those uh, family and friends of Sean McKinnon who died in such tragic circumstances in New Zealand. Righto. Now, our members down in Tassie not only paid their respects to Sean McKinnon, but also uh, made a few decisions, one of which is to pursue a 15% uh, outcome for their EBA over the length of, I think, three years. Now, they're getting themselves organised down there, and that's why I'm quite sure that the uh, Liberal government, the ABCC, and everyone else will be trying to make our members and officials' lives are miserable, but they are getting themselves organised and the push is on. So congratulations to all the boys and girls down in Tassie and uh, hope the wind's at your back. Well done, lads. Oh, that'd be getting up Eric Abetz, wouldn't it? He'd be hating that, them getting united down there. Oh, poor Eric. Anyway, moving right along. I reckon he, he does. He dresses up at night in the little Hitler outfit, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> He would. He? Uncle Otto. Yes. Uncle Otto yes. always wore the Hogan's uniform. Hogan's Heroes. He looks like the guy of Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> the Mogalog. Colonel Clink. <laughs> yeah, that's even better. It's Clinky. Uh, clinky. <laughs> Righto, let's move along too to uh, WorkSafe. Oh, and uh, we're not the biggest fans of WorkSafe because they need to do more. And uh, they got a bit of a message this week. Oh, yeah, we had a bit of a rally out at the front of their joint and we're handing out pamphlets and letting the community know about the dangers of asbestos and PFAS. This is how bad WorkSafe, you know, they've got to get a little bit better. They, getting better would be actually doing something, so they don't have to do much, just something. The, the inspector come out to the Westgate Tunnel and were going through the issues with PFAS and asbestos. He was actually standing on asbestos 
actually at his feet, and the the officials pointed it out. That's asbestos. Oh no, it's not. No, it's not. Well, it is asbestos. That's it. That's how useless they are. Like honestly, it was asbestos. Everyone quite clearly could see it was asbestos, and yeah, nah, no issue here. Nothing to see now. Yes, and uh, let's just uh, remind the government, remind the bureaucrats in charge of WorkSafe that they are the regulator. They have responsibilities and they need to be seen to carry out that responsibility because down at Westgate, let's just say they did something, they issued a pin notice and the company down there in control, CPB, and their uh, subcontractors had a pin notice on about a scaffold, a tube and fit scaffold, which was to be left in place and uh, a new work procedure was to be uh, put in place for the dismantling of the unsatisfactory, unsafe scaffold. So what did they do? They went in overnight, pulled the whole bloody lot down, didn't worry about uh, bring bringing forward a new swim or anything else. They didn't give a stuff. They just ripped it down. And uh, my question is, what's WorkSafe going to do about that? Zip. Be zip, wouldn't I? I had an issue yeah. during the week on a job um, where they advised the builder because there's under 100 workers, they don't need first aid facilities. <laughs> so they, uh, the, <laughs> the inspector didn't bother turning up to the job, just sent an email to the, uh, the site management team saying that uh, their code of compliance uh, says that um, if it's under 100, you don't need one. Um, forget about asking all the, you know, the relevant questions about high-risk work and how do you manage someone if they need first aid, all that sort of stuff, but just they just sent through the advice, you don't need it. So we ended up having to have a, uh, an argument over something that would, could have been handled by the regulator. <clears throat> but I, I have to say that you, I thought media had some rules. I've seen a fair bit of PFAS um, stuff starting to get into the media, and I thought they had to um, actually track who the source was. And I believe that that's the concrete game. This was uh, this was first broke on this show. Course, How come we're not yes. getting referred to? Uh it's probably a, pre- a uh, prelude to the raids. <laughs> the raids. The raids. raids. Yeah. The raids. That's why that's we got um, Cambo in front of the door. Sorted. <laughs> I'm more worried about the parasol that's coming out the window. <laughs> right, you're on the concrete gang every Sunday morning on Community Radio 3CR. And uh, we might cut to a little track so we can collect our thoughts and Campo can. Uh, <laughs> Secure the door a little bit more firmly, and uh, uh, this will be Sonia Dada. Lover, lover, you don't treat me no good no more. And it's for Leo at the forestry. I know you used to love me, but that was 
Data, lover, lover, you don't treat me no good no more. Gotta pack me back. Sounds like your life story, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I'm not gonna debate that. He's taking life an hour at a time, right? We're giving you a very wide uh, range of music on this show, as we always do. And uh, in the next few weeks, uh, I might go a little trip down memory lane because I think there's a bit of an anniversary coming up as well. Now Last weekend were the Camo Awards. The great man, uh, after who these awards are named, of course, 
was the absolute bedrock of this particular show of 3CR. He kept it all going for a very long time. From uh, late 70s right through to he, till he passed away in 2006. Now, i got to say, his choice in music it was not exactly above criticism, but he couldn't stop me and he didn't try, so it did improve for a while. So we're no chance. You've come over <laughs> you the hill, we're no chance. Yeah. No, no. The show's Look, fallen on his knees now. Yeah, listeners, you couldn't see, but Ralph was actually death staring us while he said that. <laughs> now, the Camo Awards are uh, an important uh, recognition of activity, industrial and health and safety activity across the union movement. It's uh, actually run by the Victorian Trades Hall Council and... Uh, obviously named after Camo, but covers a whole range of unions and activities. And the winner of the Camo Award for Industrial Disputation... Drum roll, please. We got a drum roll? (laughs) No, we haven't got a drum roll. There you go, go. we got the drum roll. The winner was the NUW, the National Union of Workers for their Chemist Warehouse Dispute where they actually had a huge success, I, I reckon. Yeah. And low-paid workers in a uh, fully franchised uh, in, uh, company arrangement, and they fought back from the uh, ground up. They took picket line action, they did the lot, and I think they're deserving winners. Oh, for sure. And they're one of the few unions that actually take industrial action outside construction, you know. Yeah, they actually have a go. They better watch themselves. They'll be called extremists and uh, they'll be the next target. You know, Unless we're conservative now um, and have zero disputation on the job, um, you become a target. Yeah, unfortunately true. But I do believe that there was an award for the PFAS as well, but then yeah. not once in the speeches was the gang mentioned. The yeah. people who broke the story, yep. we weren't mentioned. No, I didn't. No, that's, the, that's the mail I'm getting. I had the man flu, so I didn't turn up, but... I was, I was drunk. At least he's honest. Yeah. <laughs> you were down at Warrnambool. You, had a, more, more than, you were more than adequately covered for your absence. Now, yes, the uh, PFAS campaign down at uh, Westgate uh, won an award. And uh, I think it's deserved because it basically gives effect to our brilliant uh, foresight and what was going to happen. Oh. But, oh. The boys and girls who uh, have been involved in that campaign to try and get uh, some recognition by WorkSafe, the state government, Transurban and the joint venture at Westgate and the fact that there is a huge problem which is not only a danger to people working on the job but people living in close proximity or working in close proximity to the project uh, are in some danger There's an argument about how much, and of course that depends on how much exposure there is. But we've now discovered that not only is there a PFAS problem down there, and that is the product that is produced by the use of uh, chemicals in firefighting, and don't forget Coot Island was the biggest fire Melbourne's ever had, but also there is now an asbestos problem issue, issue identified, as uh, Campo mentioned earlier, even if the WorkSafe inspector couldn't recognise it. 
His blind dog picked it up, though. <laughs> I, I, I hope he was fully suited up, this blind dog. We should say a big shout-out, too. On Thursday, we had, I think, 50 activists handing out uh, letterbox drop in the area and informing the community of the risk associated with asbestos and PFAS. I'll tell you what, the uh, the old sperm suit's not real... Uh, uh, if, if if your body's not uh, in tip-top shape, it... Uh, it it's not real flattering, the old sperm suit. I saw a few photos. I won't name name and shame the blokes because I'd probably look very similar. Hey, but, I wasn't uh, going anywhere near uh, that. Nope. Yeah, there was a few lads that uh, I reckon it might have been a bit of a wake-up call. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry to those lads, but I've just been real. That's, yes. we, we only say it real, how it is on the gang. That's right. Now, uh, little cheerio. They didn't win an award at the Camo Nights. But they should be acknowledged. A little cheerio to Dario and to Frank. One who speaks Ooh. with forked tongue. Who are now uh, looking for work. Some builder is uh, probably going to pick them up, but uh, let's just say that they didn't cover themselves in glory and their employers got rid of them. What well, is that oh, time dear. of the year? And didn't uh, Gorilla wanted us to mention something about the Stay tuned. Stay tuned, there could a, be. The old ABD world is uh, crumbling. Looking shaky. You've heard it first on the gang. So, Hazer had a clean out. They uh, can't fall. We're going to have to problem. Who that like? That's half of our uh, show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure. We're have to help. I'm sure someone will someone fit the, gap. Yeah, fit the void straight into it. Anyway, Kaylee's about a clean out. Hazer about a clean out, and ABD are about to have one. Right, don't forget the delegates meeting on Thursday, ten o'clock. Make sure your delegates there. Scallywags, John Moncrief, all those who know and love Mon John. Our mate Johnny got found guilty of bullying and uh, fined one hundred and sixteen thousand bucks. Is anyone surprised? Is that no been, one no, is surprised. It should be in every paper of the land, but it's too yeah. much on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. the uh, well ex copper. Yes, exactly. I'm not sure why he got done for something he'd done all his life. Exactly. <laughs> Difference is he used to get away with it and it was part of the job. Yes, and here we go. ABD uh, that, Oscar. That's definitely going to get us raided. Right. Cracked, <laughs> cracked panels. And when the investigation of these second-rate damaged panels being delivered to site was identified... The request was, we want to see the drawings, and guess what? The panels were not constructed in accordance with the drawings. So, two black marks against ABD and Ozcut. Zoos Victoria, one of our members, was involved in the transporting of a... Uh, I'm not sure why maintenance worker was involved in the transporting of a rhino, but the rhinoceros... It was in plant, there a, mate. Is there a D-mark <coughs> No, I reckon Drew, he's just signed him up and called him mate. There's <laughs> <laughs> a forklift, bro, with plant. <laughs> anyway, this is, got, this is a bit serious because the rhino got a bit upset about the journey and uh, when he was being uh, unloaded from the truck, he ended up crushing uh, our member between himself and the the side of the truck and our member has lost a finger. Why did this happen? No one can explain it. Why was our member involved in this at all? 
No one's explained it. It's a bloody disgrace. I heard they're pointing the finger at the rhino. <laughs> well, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. If that worker rank and filer is listening, I hope you hope you Sorry. get. We apologise. Yeah, he'll take you out for a McDonald's meal as compensation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Happy meal. Wednesday. Happy meal. <laughs> Righto, and uh, construct. Traffic have been uh, named as uh, a potential uh, major offender about a whole range of EBA matters, and there's been a lot of members ringing in complaining. And then CPI, CIP, I'm sorry, who had uh, their uh, panel erection stopped because there was no uh, barrier barriers put into uh, place to have an exclusion area around the erection. No flags, no nothing. Why? Because it was too windy. So it was too windy to have the flags. It's too windy to lift the Done bloody a risk assessment on the flags, not the panel. Who are we going for? Well, what about the age and the Australian write and dribble about, the, the, you know, one of the only, if not the only union, a branch of, the, um, of a union that's membership is in record numbers. Um we're, we're delivering, you know, the best EBAs in the country, etc. And uh, they're just printing absolute nonsense, Un- unproved nonsense and, and attacking the, uh, the secretary here who's, who happens to be in charge of, that, uh, of the union that is being so successful. So if that makes us, the, um, you know, the public enemy or whatever, but I think our members know who the best union is and, and that we're under, we're under the right guidance here. Righto. Who are we going for? I'm going with it. Uh, rhino. I want to, the rhino. Yeah. Oh, he's got to go the rhino yeah, now. How many, people, made... how many times have we had a mention of a rhino on this show? Nah. Yeah, right yeah. Sookie Lala's. The age. John, well, the I, age. I was going to go John. Or could we, go, we could go out with the same person you Ooh. said before. No. <laughs> the Sookie Lala. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. so. <laughs> right on. We're going to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang and Dust My Broom. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.